0: to, and so, so, you know, and I do want to be a blessing to you guys, but you're going to have to really try tonight. I don't have any jokes to keep you guys awake. Um, I don't have tear-jerking stories to keep you awake, so you're going to have to try. I mean, really try for the next two or three hours, and so, um, and just got to work at it, all right? And so, please stand for the reading of the Word of God. Please turn in your Bibles in the book of Luke, in chapter number eight. Um, Luke chapter number eight, a very familiar passage, and I like to dig out some truth in this, um, that the Lord gave me this week. And so, when you're there, say amen. All righty. We'll begin reading in verse 41, 40 actually, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him and behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at his feet at jesus Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house, for he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age. And she lay a dying, but as he went, the people thronged him. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his, border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him, said, Master, the multitude thronged thee, and pressed thee, and sayest thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace. Um, I've, I've entitled this message, This Woman Got Issues. And so... Um, I know this is online, so good luck for me, you know. And so, anyway, <laughs> let's pray. We can we can look into this message tonight, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for the opportunity once again to preach Your Word. I pray it be used um, for Your glory. Now that we ask these things in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Jesus gets done healing a man possessed, if you read the passage before this, Jesus, he gets done healing a man possessed with demons. Um, He returns to the Jewish towns around the Sea of Galilee, and crowds, as he returned, crowds were waiting for him. Uh, you know, groups of people. This is, I mean, I don't know how many, it it was just, it was a lot of people, let's just say that. A lot of people waited for him on the other side of the Sea of Galilee as he sailed back to the towns, uh, to the Jewish towns there. uh, And so the Bible tells us that they received him, which means they, you know, most likely gave him food, offered shelter, you know, that's kind of like when you go, when you go visit family that you haven't seen in a long time and they receive you in, they they, they give you hugs and kisses and uh, feed you. They give you, you know, and so they give you shelter. It's kind of the same thing, you know. When it, um, uh, You read in the New Testament, in the book of Acts especially, where the Apostle Paul and Barnabas and Peter, and as they traveling through and doing their work, the The work of the Lord. The, the Bible tells us that they that whenever they go to different places and there were Christians there, the Bible says that they would be received by them. They would be gladly received, and so they brought them in. They probably had a change of clothes for them. I don't know, and so you know, it just says that they received them. And those are the things that I can that that comes to mind when when I, when I see when they when the Bible says they had received them. So they offered shelter. They welcome Jesus. Um, so, and then, and then, as um, as uh, as this whole multitudes is there, a man named by the name of Jairus goes before Jesus in desperate need for his only daughter, who's about who's about to face death. Um, and so he begs to uh, for Jesus to come to come and heal his daughter, so that uh, um, so so his daughter doesn't see death. And so. While on his and, and Jesus uh, begins to head that direction and heads heads towards Jairus' house, but the Bible tells us that in verse number in the in verse number forty-two, for he had one only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she lie a, a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. The Bible uh, the, the 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 meaning of throng means to uh, to be pressed. Uh, means to be it means to uh, it means to be pressed so hard that you couldn't you couldn't even breathe you know you ever been in a crowd that size that's just con- you know actually just recently um, uh, there's an article about some uh, uh, about deaths at, at a um at Some kind of concert where people were crowded and 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 there was and there were there were deaths at the, this concert and so um, you know we can only hope that those uh, those uh, those people had um, were, had known Jesus as their personal Savior. But um, regardless, here the Bible tells us that Jesus was was thronged by the people to the point where it almost suffocated. It was it was and so they were just you know just kind of crowding him up pushing pressing upon him and so and 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 as he's going as um as he's being thronged by the people a woman having issue of blood for 12 long years uh came up to Jesus and he touched Jesus and immediately her blood stanched the word stanched means it just stopped and so immediately, as, as soon as she touched Jesus' his garment, um, the blood, her, her issue of blood had stanched. It stopped. And so um, G, uh, Jesus cries out, and it kind of it, it se- sounds that Jesus was bothered by it. Doesn't it sound that way? He goes, G, uh, he goes who touched me? And so uh and 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 you can look at the eyes of the his disciples as they begin to wonder and get confused about what just what just what had just happened and he said I mean the disciples are all confused he Jesus just said who touched me uh, every you know the people throng you Jesus like everybody's you know everybody's you know crowding you up you know people are bumping him into Jesus and they're uh, you know and they're 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 you know suffocating him and so uh and but yet Jesus says who touched me?" So they're confused about what just took place, and so uh, the disciples are confused. And someone, so, uh, Jesus said, he continues on in verse number forty-eight or forty-six. He says, "Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me." Meaning that somebody had just been healed, and so and so um, the woman came forward trembling and told Jesus what had happened. The, uh, and so this miracle is different. Uh, The reason why I want to preach on this miracle is because this one is different than any other miracle that Jesus had performed. Normally, normally... uh, Jesus would go to that specific person who's diseased with leprosy, or they they were blind, or they were crippled, and he would go up to them and he would heal them. But this is this is a little bit different than any ordinary, um, I, I guess not ordinary, because a miracle is a miracle, right? Amen. And so. Um, this is uh, this is different than any other uh, miracle that took place cuz th- this woman had just touched the garment of Jesus and she was immediately healed. And so w- which uh, um, and, and and Jesus would go and so and so this is a little bit different. This was unusual knowing that she had uh, all she had to do is touch Jesus's garment and be healed. Everyone else touched Jesus uh, uh, Jesus that day. People bumped into him. They're, you know, they they wanting to see Jesus. They're they're excited about it. They received him. They're excited about it. But I don't. It, but the Bible doesn't say anything about anybody else getting healed in that in that situation. They all bumped into Jesus. But something about this woman uh, where she touched his garment and she was healed. What about the other people? And so, um, uh, and so so it's it's unusual to see something like this. Uh, and so everyone else was touching Jesus. Why didn't, why didn't they get, get healed? Uh, some pra- uh, I, I got a few pointers about this. Her, uh, let's look at her faith. Turn with me to the book of Mark. Mark tells a little bit more detailed story about what took place in, um, in this account. Mark chapter number 5. The Bible says in verse number twenty-six. Um, okay, the, um, let's bump up to verse twenty-five. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was and nothing, but uh, nothing bettered, but rather grew worse, when she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch the, but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt, uh, felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Uh, one thing I want to show you guys is her faith. Um, we have to start back at the Levitical law of uncleanness. Any time a woman was caught and uh, was was uh, had an issue of blood, they were un, they were considered unclean according to Levitical law in chapter fifteen Levit- Leviticus. They were considered unclean. Anybody that she comes in contact with was unclean. Um, so she had to quarantine herself and keep herself away for however long you know that that would that process would last. And apparently this process lasted 12 long years. And so she had consistently, I mean, you got to imagine this. Um, she's consistently cleaning, trying to cleanse herself, and going, through, it's it's tiresome. It's you know having to go through this process of being quarantined, uh, being lonely, away from you know uh, uh, not going to the house of worship. She she couldn't go to any synagogues uh, and worship God, and she couldn't you know she couldn't be around her children because they would be con- they would uh, be considered unclean. And so um, if we look back in Le- Leviticus chapter 15, it has a whole lot to say about that. And so this woman. Uh, being having an issue of blood, uh, had to you know went and sought after uh, you know one physician after the next, and all gave her the, you know uh, uh, basically no cure. No, and there was no cure for her uh, for for that. And so, but it, then she you have to look at this though. She said she said this. She, so she spent everything. She had no one. She was lonely um she had no no cure for her pro- her problem then she heard the uh, the bible tells us that she heard about Jesus and what he can do and so you know, uh, I look at the, that verse, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so she heard about Jesus through all the process and, and, and the physicians that she sought, through all the, 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 the things that she, she, all the medications perhaps that she has taken and all the different things that uh, she had to go through. Um, she heard about Jesus and she said these words, if I may be, but touch his garment, I may, I shall be, I shall be whole. And so if I can only, and, and so you can find something, you can find really, you can find everything wrong with that, you know, that kind of faith. Cause it kind of sounds, you know, some, uh, some people write uh, um, that um, her faith was superstitious. Uh, you know, because, um, you know, because uh, all she had to do was just touch her garment and she uh, touch his garment and she should immediately be healed. But it's more than there's there's some faith applied to that. And so when she, and it's not only in in her in his garment, but she also believed in Jesus Christ and the healing that he can do. And so she said, as long as if I can only get to Jesus. And imagine this: Jesus is being pressed by the mob, and you got all these this whole crowd. And among, amongst that whole crowd, you have her working her way to Jesus. And then as soon as she touches Jesus, and she made her way to Jesus and touched his garment, and said. You you know, uh, if I could just touch his, just his garment, I shall be uh, uh, I shall be whole. And so her faith, her, she she had faith. Her faith caused her to work through the pressed crowd. The faith it wasn't just superstition, but there was an element of faith there. Um, and so her faith was was shown through her demonstration as well, and also her desperation. Could you imagine after twelve years you you get you you'd be desperate as well trying to find a cure um and so you could see how desperate she was and her determination to make it to Jesus and all that she had to do was just touch his garment and she was immediately healed and so we see her faith there um she tried uh, secondly we, she tried everything she tried everything you can uh, I don't know if you ever been at a doctor's office before. You sit down and and you know they ask you a bunch of questions. And as as they're asking you a lot of questions, they're writing things. You know they got this calligraphy that uh, nobody can nobody can read or understand. Not even themselves. You know. And so uh, the, then they say try this thing and try this thing. And nothing happens. It's like, you know, doctor, I'm listening. You're the doctor here, you know. You tell me to take this and tell me to take this, and nothing's going on. Ever, you ever been there? You ever felt that way? You know, you go, uh, go to the doctor's office, you know, well, you're laughing because it's true, you know. And so, <laughs> and so, um, uh, and, and so, it's kind of like saying, it's, uh, it's kind of like trying, you know, different weight loss pro- programs. You know, you got this keto diet, and then you got this, you know, this Jenny Craig diet, or, you know, whatever, you know. And so you got this, drink this shake, and, you you know, you'll lose 20 pounds immediately, you know. <laughs> and, you know, eat this brownie, and you, you're good to go. I mean, you know, that's just, nothing, and, believe me, I've tried it, you know. <laughs> I, I've tried it, and nothing works, you know, and so, um you know, it's, it's all these scam, these scams that they tell you. I was just recently at the um, dentist, and they gave, and so for a for a uh, root canal, and they did some tests, these series of tests. They, you know, they they, they hit it, they knock it with whatever, and my that that tooth has been bothering me, and so you know, I I I would sit there and I would lie to them, and so they'll knock that tooth, and they said, did it hurt? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, they'll put a they'll put a uh, one they'll, they'll they'll brush this um uh this tooth uh this uh what do you call it um uh, ear, cu- ear 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 what do you Q-tip there you go this Q-tip they'll uh, blow some cold air on it and put it on your teeth and they say hey, do you feel anything is it cold you know and I'm like nope <laughs> so and they're like you need a root canal I'm like it was <laughs> a scam. I, I, and so anyway, you, I don't know, I'm sorry if you guys are dentists in here, but anyway, um, um, in high school, in high school, I had this uh, um, I, I, in, I played football a lot, and I was very active, very active. And so um, about halfway, you know, before halftime, I'd always, you know, begin to get cramps in my calves, especially uh, not only my calves but my thighs. I'd start getting cramps, cramps in all my legs, you know. And so, uh, and, and 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 my coaches would say, "You need to eat a banana, more potassium," you know. And so, uh, and so. I next uh, the following week, I'd go every single day eat a banana. You know I'd go buy a banana at the um, you know in line and whatever, and so get a banana, eat a banana, and then I'd still get, uh, get cramps. Then my coach said, "You need to drink more water. Drink about a gallon a day, you a know, gallon before you go to practice." And so I, 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 I would buy a jug of water, you know, a gallon of water, and I'd drink this gallon of water every day, you know, and and I'll try to get it done so I don't have to worry about it. Then I'm raising my hands in class, you know, I need to go pee. (laughs) And so, anyway, um, so, uh, and so, anyway, uh, and and game time came, and halftime, sure enough, by halftime, I'd still cramp up. Uh, Then my coach was like, "You, you know what you need? You need banana, a gallon of water, and you need um, you need to uh, what do you call it? Drink uh, drink some some Gatorade. Need some electrolytes in your cell, in your body, and so I did all of that every single day, even the day before. I mean, before game, game time, I'd do that, you know. And so, uh, and sure enough, by halftime, I start cramping up again. <laughs> it was a big problem. I, I tried everything; nothing worked, you know. And so, um, but and 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 then I found out later on that um, that. You know, I was my body didn't have enough salt, and I sweat a lot, and so I need, uh, I needed to have a ga- uh, you know some a jug of water and w- mixed with salt and drink that because athletes do that you know, and so they have they'll have a bottle with salt in there and then you, you drink that and that helps keep the contain the water in your body. And so cuz a lot of water was escaping apparently. So um, and, and so I tried that and uh, well it was actually a little late by then because high school had ended and that, that's when I found, found found that out. And so anyway, um the, the point is I tried everything, but there was only one thing that worked and the, and so but it was too late by then. But anyway, um um, you can try. You can uh, spiritually thinking, uh, uh, speaking here. You can try everything. What here's what I mean. You can go to see Buddha. You can see Confucius. You can see Allah. You can see Joseph Smith. You can see 300, the, the 330 million gods that the Hindus believe in. But there 's only one cure, and that 's Jesus Christ, and so we all have a condition that condition is sin that sin keeps us keeps us separated from the father and and, and, and there 's only one way uh, that we can go into heaven, and that 's through Jesus Christ and so um, and there 's no other way uh, but through jesus christ so this this woman saw Jesus Christ. And she said uh, it, uh, she saw every uh, everything in her life, and she said, "I need to just but get to Jesus and touch His garment." And so we see her faith first of all. Second, uh, second of all, we see that um, we see that she tried everything, and she uh, and, and, and and it failed. And I can apply this to just about anything. You know, uh, sometimes we we pursue we, instead of pursuing God, we pursue work. Um, we pursue careers, we pursue relationships, and, uh, but really, uh, you know, it, it, it only keep, It only ends up. It, it only ends up worse. You know, her situation. She saw every physician, and after seeing every physician, guess what? it got worse. You know, her situation kept on getting worse and get, it kept on getting worse. And so we need to bring our, our problems to Jesus Christ and allow Jesus, and so if we get our attention focused on God and allow all the other things to t- take care of itself because our relationship with God is right and that's, where, and that's really what it means there. Um, thirdly, we find, we find here the embarrassment. Um, Jesus said, who touched me? Somebody touched me. I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And we'll look at the Bible here, verse, uh, back in Luke chapter number 8. The Bible tells us in verse number 45. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him, said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Verse number 47. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him, and declared unto him, Before all the people, for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. So we find here the embarrassment. I mean, you got to picture this. She makes her way, she's unclean, she gets to Jesus. And Jesus, he stops the crowd. And I'm sure the people in the crowd are probably wondering what is going on. Jesus says, I just touched you, Jesus, you know. Um, and, and so they're probably wondering what's going on. And Jesus is saying, somebody touched me. I perceived that this virtue had come out of me. And so, and as he's looking around, this one, the, the crowd begins to, you know, begins to open up. As this one woman runs up to her in the account of Mark, you see that in Mark she goes up to Jesus and she kneels before Jesus and 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 and, and she was trembling, you know. And that's what sin does. Sin causes us to get to a point of of an, of embarrassment. Um, you ever been, you know? It's it's funny growing up. It's it's always embarrassing. When you get spanked in front of your friends, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, one time, one time my brother was getting whooped and I said, I, I, I you know, I, I got my, uh, my friends there and I'm like, you know, and, and, and so I was, and I knew my brother was getting whooped and I said, Hey, check this out. Check this out. My brother getting spanking. <laughs> And so my mom, mom, you know what she did? She goes, she goes, uh, uh, she goes. Okay, she brought my friends in, and she whooped me in front of the, her, all, all, all my friends. And so, sin leaves you embarrassing uh, embarrassments, you know. And so, and that's what it, uh, that's what it is. She uh, she she came before all the people. And, and confessed her problem before all of the people. Do you think that she really wanted everybody to know about her problem? She thought she was going to get away with it. She thought she that by touching Jesus, and she was immediately healed by, at that time. She thought, I'm good. No, Jesus had something else in mind and he called it out and he said somebody had touched me and so he said i perceived that the, that virtue has gone out of me and then that's when the the woman came trembling and bowed before jesus and worshiped him and told him what uh, uh, told him her uh, her problem and so a lot of us we have we have a problem but we don't confess it to god you know and so we got uh, 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 we got to get to a point and then, and it can be embarrassing and so but we got to confess it before god and so uh, this woman you know i don't think jesus i don't think that jesus wanted to openly rebuke her i really don't think that you know i really thought that jesus wanted to look at this woman who who had a who had a problem for 12 long years and re- and really wanted to help her with her with her problem and only that only comes by uh, uh, a, 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 a contrite heart um, and a spirit that says, here's my problem. And I, I don't care what anybody else thinks about it. I'm just, you know, coming before you because I have this issue. And so Jesus wanted to, I, I really think that Jesus wanted to look at her and see her genuine faith. Because a lot of us, we, you know, we have faith, but as a genuine um, do, can you know can 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 God see in your heart that your faith is genuine? And I believe that Jesus really wanted to look at this this woman's heart and see that her heart was genuine before her before before God, and that uh, and that uh, and that her problems can be healed. And you know what? Um, and uh, a lot of times we get embarrassed about a lot of things. You know, I haven't been in church for a long time. You know, what will people think of me when I, when I come back to church? Um, you know, I, uh, I've done this in life. You know what will people think of if I went back to church and see that? And I'm glad that this is a church where we can love on people, and and, and God's not a God's not a God of condemnation, and we'll see that in the, in the next point. He's He's a God of restoration, and a God of you know a, a God of hope, a God of that gives us second opportunities. And here's this woman that was been given that's been given a second opportunity. And so I, I think of our online folks, and I'm preaching to you guys now. Because maybe perhaps, maybe perhaps you're, you're watching online because you're scared of what people might think if you came back to church. You haven't been in church because you've been quarantining yourself for, uh, for so long. But I want to say, you know, who cares what everybody here thinks? Uh, come to the house of God, you know, you, uh, and, and show God your genuine faith. And so it's not enough that you just watch online. you got to be in the house of God. And so if you're able-bodied, be in the house of God. And so, uh, and this leads me to my last point, the encouraging words from Jesus. The Bible tells us in verse number 48, And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Um, First of all, what encouraging words those were! First, by saying "daughter," he recognizes her as daughter, and he says, he says that there, her faith. He says, "Be of good comfort." You know, a lot of times in our in our in our sin that causes us to be in discomfort. Um, and first of all, I want to ask you guys this: Are you a child of God? Um, you know, he recognized her as a child of God. He says, daughter, um, be of good comfort. And then he says to her, thy faith has made thee whole. You know what uh, 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 her faith brought, uh, uh, you know, um, we read. we read earlier, uh, if you read uh, the, earlier in this chapter, you read about Jesus crossing the Sea of Galilee with his disciples, and a storm came and it begins to rage high, and they're in the storm, and Jesus is sleeping in the boat, and uh, and so they go they go wake they go to wake up Jesus 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 they you know does not not care you know I'm you know we're about to die here you know and so and Jesus he wakes up he says peace be still right and he calms the storm and so and. And then, But after that, he says earlier in the chapter, he says in verse number 12, 25, where is your faith? Um, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing that this woman had faith. Um, the disciples didn't have faith earlier in that chapter. It was probably earlier that day. I don't know. Maybe a day before. I don't know. And so, but they did not have faith. This woman had faith. And so uh, I want to ask us, uh, our church people here today, where is your faith tonight? Um, and so um, we—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, um, it's, it's a different story, coming church, uh, coming every single work, uh, uh, coming every single week. Sorry, every week to church, and you know it's easily—you can easily bump into Jesus, but can you touch him in faith? And it's a different story. You know, this woman touched Jesus in faith. She didn't just bump into Jesus. She touched him in faith. And that was the difference there. And, uh, and with the people that were, were bumping into him and the crowds and the mobs began to uh, over, overpower that situation. And so, um, and so what, what encouraging words. God, uh, God tells this, this woman, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. And so tonight, this woman, this woman got issues, but it's amazing how when she brought her issues to God, God brings comfort and peace. And so uh, I hope that you got something from this uh, this text, because I got something from this text, and I wanted to share with you guys how much uh, God's been good. Through those areas, maybe in your life, there's something that may, something in this message that perhaps that could be a, a help to you. I hope that it was a blessing. Let's all pray. We can have a, a time of invitation in a little bit. Father, thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much once again, uh, just being able to preach out of this this text, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, I pray, Lord, that you'd help us. In our faith and our walk with you, Lord, just continue, um, just continue uh, keeping up the faith, Lord. Um, I pray, God, that you help us with if we're if we're if we're battling and struggling through uh, through sin with sin. I ask that you'd help us to get it right with you, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.